1: Right, I'm not, I'm not wasting any time on the intro. You know where you are. You know what this is. Let's talk about some rugby. Uh, the, reason, yeah, the reason for the, uh, the quick intro here is, well, why have you, why have you not already listened to the, the previous episode, which is already in your feed? That turned into a bit of a money-related podcast. We thought we'd keep that compartmentalised rather than get in the way of the rugby chat, which we will do right here and now. Uh, we talked about three games just before that, just before we get into the three massive games, two of them rugby championship matches and one of them involving JB, uh, any other rugby-related stories doing the rounds?
2: Not that I can think of, actually. There's
3: not really a lot I going mean, on, has
2: got a new kit, and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really is a cool kit. You're Finally, gonna... Sale Sharks has got a good kit. You're going to buy it? it?
3: Yeah, they've, they've had some
2: bad ones, haven't oh, they? They all have all had them? some terrible kits. The, the best kit they've had of late before this one, was the uh, Away European kit. Red and white. Oh, it's beautiful. That was lovely. Wasn't it?
3: Yeah, that really, was nice.
2: Really sung. Uh, this one is great, though. It's got an old-fashioned collar, which I'm not always a fan of, but it just looks right.
1: Uh, it's an old-fashioned color as well, because it it's kind of more royal blue, like
2: yeah. in sale, like the old Sale Haywood Road days. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I'll tell you what, they've got all of the sponsors colour-coordinated, and I'll tell you who did this first. Uh Hathley. The Scarlets. When they just had all their sponsors in white mm. and it looked great. It Even look though they good. had like a thousand sponsors. Yeah. yeah. Keeping your sponsors a, a solid colour works really well. Did
1: Wasps not get Vodafone, one of their Vodafone logos, they got them doing it yellow, yellow. instead of red? Which look, looked yeah. very cool as well.
3: I think you're right on that.
2: Mm. Yes.
3: Yeah. It's so, something we talked about and then clubs started doing it. The fr- yeah, the phrase yeah. that we used like eight or ten years ago was sympathetic colour palette.
2: Sympathetic oh, colour palette. And I'll tell you another one Leicester Tigers. A wonderful kit. They've gone back to a solid green with two two solid stripes and it looks absolutely ma- magnificent. Mm. What what was Oh, Nathan Hughes signed for Rioch Black Rams. Rico, Rico, Rico. Rico Rioch, yeah. whichever it is. R- Rioch yeah. Black Rams.
3: Yeah. Rioca, Black
1: Ram and, or he or Bruce Rioch, the old uh was he Bolton and Arsenal? What was in Coventry or, for some
3: reason.
2: No,
1: I want to say no. I want to say like Preston or something like that. Anyway, yeah. Arsenal would definitely. Oh
3: yeah, I quite like that uh, Leicester kit. It's amazing. Not sure about the away mm-hmm. kit. Yeah, away uh, kit. Let's that, see the away kit. I don't think I've seen that. Uh, is it like a sound wave across the middle? Oh yeah.
1: I I want. I, I mean, I love the racing green and the plainer the better. As far I'm as I can at, see. Agreed. Agreed. I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah. the, the other thing is another thing that we banged on about years and years ago, in which I was glad to see Exeter Chiefs when they launched their kit. All of the players sat in the photos wearing boots. Yes, and their kit. I'll we'll just
2: mention one, one thing about sales kit. and It's the price. It's only priced like seventy-eight quid or something. Now, I have no problem paying seventy-eight quid because if I bought that top, I wouldn't want the next one. So if I bought that Leicester top there, yeah, I, yeah, I know that that's a Leicester top that I like. It looks cool. I want it. I I'd want, I'd want it for a long time. The problem with p- kits at the moment, in fact, the problem with kits full stop. Is it's a reflection of society's attitude towards throwaway things. So Fast good, fashion. Yeah. So everyone's like, Oh, I can't get a kit for one year for seventy eight quid. Like, no, you'd be a moron. Why would you get a top yeah. But that's why these clubs should invest and say, Look, we're not gonna change
3: this kit. This is a great kit, it's gonna be last five that years. Kit, the home kit there is that, <sighs> could, that could last five years. Yeah. Easily. I'd buy that. And
1: you use the example of the Green Bay Packers? Yes, who not only have an incredible human being as their quarterback, yeah. franchise quarterback, what a man Aaron Rodgers is, but uh, yeah, they have a policy of not changing their kit for is it five years?
2: Uh, no, I don't think they've changed their kit for fifty years.
1: 50, oh yeah, because yeah. oh, it's you, five years when, in
2: the NFL as a rule. As oh, so the NFL yeah.
1: is five years as a rule, but Green Bay Packers, it's they not they it. honour the original design yeah.
2: every year. I mean, I would say if that was the case, I would expect my rugby top, my match weight rugby top, to be well over. 80 quid but i'd also expect a really high quality fun jersey to be coming in at about 50 quid but i could wear it for three years or mm. four years and you'd sell so many more rather than i can't afford 78 quid for this throwaway top which i'll get rid of next year which is by the way is right you can't but you know they shouldn't they shouldn't be throwaway they should be real solid bits of kit
3: mm. i'm all uh, about uh doing down with fast fashion yeah I, it, Claire makes a lot of her own clothes and she's massively, massively into it. Um, the quality of clothes and the the negative sides of fas- fast fashion. You know so I'm you definitely with you. Buy
2: well, buy once. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what you should do for. If you support your club, what you should do, wear a shirt and tie. Wear your club tie. Club ties, yeah. And that will last you for. 50 years. Uh, 50 years. And the older it is, the cooler it is. Definitely.
1: That's a great job. Mm. But it goes back to your kit constitution. Yeah. Uh, any other? I, I noticed you looking yeah, at a couple of
3: t- stories, Phil. Two two bits of new transfer news from Paris. Um, one, is, I think, it's a negative one for the rugby that we watch because uh Lao Mappi, one of the most talented um, backs in the world, one of the most destructive runners in the world, mm-hmm. has signed a three-year deal in Japan. Meaning oh. we won't see him in uh, Champions Cup or Top Fourteen. And we won't see him in an all-black shirt and Super Rugby. I think that's a real shame. Yeah, it is. Now, it's not a shame for his bank balance. Because no. he's, in, he's in the prime of his life. Um, he's a hell of a player. But it's just sad for the game that a talent like that is evading the, the rugby that we will be watching. I'd love to know how much the Japanese love their rugby. Because they've got some good teams now. They do. They do. They've got some, some very handy players playing out there. Yeah. And some, like, if you're... Uh, Lucano Am again one of the best centres in the world maybe him and Lamuap, could that could be the best centre partnership in the world <laughs> amazing. Um, he plays with Ruby in Japan but that allows him to play for the Springboks that, yep. that tops up his bank balance so he can play for the Springboks and be the, the amazing player that he is whereas if you're a Kiwi like Damian McKenzie has been recently you can't do that you commit to one or the other where's McKenzie gone? he's in, somewhere in Japan
2: yeah I, I've got a <coughs> suspicion that the All Blacks might not be as choosy in the future. They might. Not, they might not they, be. They, they might have that workforce. If ever somewhat. there was a
1: time to yeah. just, uh, we, we talked about uh, how there was that COVID clause put in for financial purposes in the Premiership. Mm. If ever there was a time just to give give a reverse option and just actually you've got carte Blanche, you've got to just rewrite it and have a justification for doing so. Now's the time. Just do it.
3: Yeah. Mm. And one one of the reasons why New Zealand don't do it is because it is it's more difficult to get to New Zealand from well certainly from Europe it's more difficult to get there from most places in the world but it's actually easier to get to New Zealand from Japan than it is to get to South Africa yes. from Japan so <laughs> but, but, but t- equally
1: for the for the compromises there might be as in you might not have you might not be able to get to all the training camps you might miss the odd game. Well, that's but you might a, win some games. Well, that's, that, that's a choice that every player can make, and Lampy yeah. might back himself and go, "Do you know what? No, I, I feel I'm good enough to still justify that I'm going to be
2: in that All black squad, come yeah. World yeah. Cup." Well, I think the problem would come about because when you leave the best team in the world, and then somebody else comes in, and they're still the best team in the world, they don't need you. I mean, yeah, even yeah. if Lampy was like the best centre in the world times three or four, like he was so comfortably ahead, like some James, you mean? Yes, very, very, yeah, very similar to Sam James, <laughs> yeah. or um, yeah, exactly right. Uh, then, he, even he wouldn't be. Uh, yeah,
3: you, e- even he wouldn't come back. They just don't need them. Look at the amount of fly halves that they let go. You are right. Yeah, wouldn't you could let someone like um, what's his name went to Harlequins, the current coach at Harlequins, Nick Evans. Nick Evans. Nick Evans. If you can let someone like Nick Evans, who was probably the second-best fly-half in the world, world. <laughs> go yeah. and not care about it because you've got Dan Carter, comfortably the best fly-half in the world. And, by the way, just flip that round, OK?
2: I mean, Dan Carter it, it, yeah, made if his name like... as the best fly-half the world's ever seen, probably. Probably? probably yeah, probably, I, OK? I, I, I would say he was. And he? if he's not, maybe the second-best fly-half, it doesn't really matter. But that's based on his international appearances. Just flip that round and Dan Carter goes to Harlequins. Nick Evans would still have won a
3: bunch of World Cups. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. Yeah, Exactly. So there's that little bit of news coming out of Paris. Um, the other one is is perhaps more interesting, that Christian Wade is going to be back playing for Racing 92's Confirmed. Sevens team. Oh, their seven Sevens team. Their Sevens team. For a second time. Their Sevens team, yeah.
2: Well, He's already oh, played on the weekend. Oh, he played. Oh, well,
3: is it this weekend that he's yeah. just played? Yeah, and he scored. Right. Did he? Yep. Right, he, everyone scores in Sevens. Yeah, he's not fast. Even I scored so in Sevens. That's, that's interesting because, obviously... 92 with Regan Grace being uh, injured for a prolonged period of time, then he could be signed as a medical joker. Yeah. I've never seen good. Re- Have you ever seen Regan Grace play? I've seen highlights I've of him.
2: Never seen him play. Have you, have you seen
3: him play? No. I, was, I, I know the name, and I know he's going to be very good, but I've never seen him play. He scored some outrageous. So the, the highlights that I've seen of him scored some fantastic tries. Multiple of them were for um, inside his own uh, 22 or 20. And some of them from inside his own dead ball area, mm. he's gone 100 plus metres. Did either of you boys, I know you did, Phil, I don't know if you did, Tim. Did you see the highlights of the Wigan Warriors Wigan players? St. Helens.
1: I was about to say, <laughs> I was about to mention Wigan St. Helens. Wow. Andy Farrell's there
2: watching. What wow. a
1: what a match that was.
2: Uh, was that the one with the with the head uh, head rubbing? <laughs> yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. May it always continue.
1: Yeah. There were some awesome tries in that. Mm. exceptional stuff uh, and yeah on the actual games Then, so three big matches which one do you want to go with first do you want to go with let, the? the uh, what would you like to hear I'd, I'd like to hear about uh, I'd like to just rather than save the biggest game till last I'd like to hear about the biggest game on earth
2: on in Thursday the last seven night. days which
1: happened on Thursday
2: it night huge. it was huge and do you know what it's going to be backed up by another huge game Another huge game this Saturday. Ooh. So, yeah. tell, tell
1: us about Thursday night at the... What was the name of the ground again? Pit At Pit. the the mighty Didsbury Tock H travelled as underdogs and minnows to Byron McGuigan's Rossendale. Yeah, the money man. The, 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 the money
2: pit <laughs> is, 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 uh, is what they call it. In there. the Lancashire Cup. Yeah, so... Um, well, it didn't get off to a great start for us. So... Uh, M62 traffic and M60 traffic meant that a lot of our players uh, ended up showing up about 20 minutes into the game so I showed up 20 minutes into the game unfortunately uh, and we were already four tries down we managed to get a bare 15 onto the field just in time not Rosendale's fault at all uh, It's just, just just the traffic and Rosendale don't have floodlights so they've got to play the game You know, it's not mm. like they could have waited any longer uh, so it was what it was we get there we're four tries down. Uh, we make a few subs- substitutions. We get people in the right in the right positions. We we start scoring uh, here and there. Um, in the end, though, uh, Rosendell just very very good team, very well coached. The backs were pretty pretty good on occasions, and you know what? That you're in in a big fight when. You have the ball, and you're making steady ground, and you turn it over. And when you turn it over in their half, that's when, that's when they score. Mm. So we had, quite, we had quite a few of them. In the end, it was something like 43... We scored three tries. But, but, Tim Cocker.
3: I heard, I heard the tight head... For talk H, tie head for talk H. Driving,
2: driving over, driving over the level five scrum for two push o- pushover tries. So the, and the, a hooker going over for a third. The
1: last man at the back of a, a, a the more just flopped onto the floor. A, back, yeah? back
2: on the at the back of the
4: scrum, back of the back scrum, scrum. pushover. P- oh sorry,
2: yeah, pushover scrum. I just assume that everyone would assume that uh, I meant pushover scrum. Yeah, I had two pushover scrums. Wow, ultimately dominant in the. Th- Tell me about this tight head I don't I, I, he, He's an older bloke um, <laughs> in, in good shape though Great shape Great, great shape, shape. Uh, Jumps in line out uh, <laughs> <you know.
3: laughs> Tight head jumps <laughs> uh, Can could he, uh, he also play on the wings
4: Well I, I,
2: I heard some of the Rosendale guys um, Well I saw some Throwing money at this guy As he runs past Like come and play for us Come and play for us <laughs> It's 250 quid yeah. It's yeah. 400 quid take, take it Take it Take it I'm like no No um, <laughs> I said What am <laughs> I like Yeah Tri- Triple threat Run push jump So <laughs>
1: Did did you and Byron share a, 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 you know, a beer and a, and a good chat
2: after the sadly game? Sadly not. Um, <laughs> well, his chat, Byron wasn't there. He was in Ireland playing against Connacht. So, oh, suddenly he couldn't let him off. Suddenly he, he, he couldn't make it. Because you did, um, on social
1: media, vent your frustration at Rossendale not oh, uh, not making the game yeah. um uh, well, accessible initially, and I but, say, but that might, have, if I were Byron, that might have ruffled my feathers. Well,
2: it might have been, and he might have said something like, "He's lost all respect for me." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, I think, um, yeah, look, it's a it's a big occasion for smaller teams to play bigger teams. Uh, you know, I don't care, I don't care where where it was. It was awesome to go over to Rosendale It's really good to play against. Um, a bigger, very well organised... What level are they? Five? Yeah, ve- yeah. very talented side. Um, and it's just good that You know, we've got... Um, I, it was very important for us to play that game because you want to go there and you want to make sure that you give a good account of ourselves. And I think we definitely did that. So very, very happy, particularly with the scrummaging. And uh, going back and, and playing against... Who have you got first up in level seven? Well, you know, if you thought it was... If you thought we were against local legends with Byron's... Uh, By- Byron's Rosendale... <laughs> Maurice Fastavallu and Paul Arnold will be pulling on Oh yeah. Arnie. Exactly, local legends. Have, have you come across Paul, Paul Arnold? Yeah.
1: Yeah. He he, he went uh, he played with uh, with my brother at England Counties. They were the two locks in Argentina and Uruguay, so they had a Uh, Yeah, (laughs) I know some some stories. I know some stories about those. In fact, my uh, well, it's quite funny actually. You have to get Nick to show you the picture. But they they went to an Argentinian football game when they were when they were over there on this tour, and they saw Diego Simeone, and um, Nick and Paul. Got him to take a picture of Di- Diego Simeone, is about five, yeah, yeah, yeah. five foot eight. And the, hard the man, photo though. was just him on tiptoes, uh, just <laughs> uh, levering himself up on their arms. That's he's, awesome. he's a tiny man. But no, no, yeah, it was cool. So, yeah, I've heard some stories about Arnie on tour.
2: Yeah, well, good boy, Talk Angel mm-hmm. taking on Very West Park, St. Helens. So, if you're around in that you know, you want to watch some high quality rugby union, you can see an ex England lock, England counties lock, and an ex England and Great Britain rugby league legend. Play against Stock H
3: mm. at West Park St Helens. And their famed, uh, enigmatic, destructive, handsome, tight head prop. Triple threat. Triple threat, baby. Yeah,
2: I'll be keeping myself on the bench. <laughs> don't want <laughs> to get myself uh, g- in a compromising position
3: in a Force of Lose running channel. you will be a game changer. Exactly right. <laughs> um, before we get into the other games, just a, just a very brief note um, from Feeble Slice, uh, Slice Slice 123 at, t- on, um, at Twitter. Um, what guys do you use to listen to podcasts? Ever since ACAST closed its app, I've been using the Apple podcast, which is not cutting the mustard. Where should I be getting my Monday dose of JB's rants?
1: I- I'm glad you've asked this question. Acast, because I've got rid of their app. Yeah, they have. I- yeah. I'm, I'm glad he asked this, because on some people pointed out that last week's episode wasn't popping up on Google. Mm. Where we been
2: censored? Are we something like about <laughs> vaccines? <laughs>
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe it's that JB Gill from... Uh, yeah. And JLS has got an issue that his face is maybe associated
2: he, with our podcast. Maybe JB Gill's the anti-vaxxer and they pick that
1: up. <laughs> or Phil Vickery the, yeah. the yeah. chef. Because well yeah, because when you look on Google, the three hosts are me, Phil Vickery and JB Gill.
2: You're the only one Oddly. famous enough to get picked yeah. up by Google.
1: I like the fact that they that, that Google's algorithm's obviously gone. Oh, there's there's quite a lot of listeners. There must be well-known yeah. people.
2: Yeah. You can't be friends with those losers. It can't be. It must, it be can't, these, it it must be these can't be guys. Some, it
1: can't be some bloke. <laughs> yeah. It oh. can't be some bloke in a, an IFA in a in a basement in Chilton It must be the leads leads. Well, one of the singers in JLS.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
3: exactly.
1: So uh, I use I still use Castbox, but I am I have had some issues with that lately.
2: Uh, by far, I I by far the the preferred. Podcast app of
3: um, well, well. My choice is Pocket Casts. Love it, and I I use uh, Player FM. And one of the things, so I've used it for like I don't know ten years now. One of the things I do like about it is if you go into an individual show. So if I I I I like Econ Talks, for example, you can search for an episode, which a lot within that show, which a lot Uh, a lot don't. It's actually really good search function. So that's one of the, the reasons why I like it. Uh,
1: Spotify were odd as well. Spotify, Which you, you yep. can get for free, can't you? Yes. Yeah, you just have yes, to, you can. You have to listen to more adverts when you're listening to songs and stuff. Uh, but uh, I, one thing, what's the um, the speed uh, options oh, I'm, on Pocket Cast, Phil? Because you know I like to listen to my podcast faster so I can get through more.
3: I'm not an oddball like you, but let's have a look. Uh, so I can do faster. 1.1, 1.2, 1.3, 1.4, 1.5. Wow, so many options. All the way up to six point eight. Oh wow, uh, f- five ti- five X speed. Wow,
1: that's more because I've only got three X options, which I, I've never. I can't get triple past X one point six. I can't do uh, more than one point six. That's my max really. But uh, and down to down to zero point four as oh, well. Oh, I was going to say, as long as it gives you the option to make it sound ah. like we're all drunk, and it gives you for it, for example.
3: In New Zealand yeah <laughs> uh, it also gives you the option to uh, skip silence boost volume and reduce noise never Excellent. never used any of the, those features before right
1: no I'm, so. I'm i'm calling it right firstly i trust phil's judgment on do not mine did you spend money on that or is it no no this is free you, pocket, I, pocket Cast uh, this, uh, this no is no player, I spend money on Pocket oh, Cast oh Player FM
3: this is Player FM you, yeah. it does give you the option to spend money on it but I've never need to need to because it gives me a great service right. anyway uh, I do spend money on Pocket Cast I think it's brilliant
1: ok so we're throwing our weight behind I'm going to get Player FM and, and I'm going dele- to delete I'm going to delete CastBox you can and tell then,
3: me all the reasons why it's bad Tim Yeah. Because you, you have a professional podcast here.
1: Well, I, I I've thought for a long time. I, why am I still listening to stuff on pocket uh, on a cast box? It's not it's not great. So Player FM free, and Pocket Cast if you don't you mind a dropping a couple of quid on it. There you go. Thanks for your question. Games.
2: Oh. New Zealand Argentina surely. Yeah.
3: Oh yes. Yes.
1: I mean, my word. Well, what happened? Well, my word is what I think every single time I see Argentina run out in that kit.
3: Oh it's beautiful it isn't is it
1: It's classic The sexiest rugby kit Just On earth
2: Maybe it, ever And what a team Wearing it as well I mean, It hardly yeah. ever changes Yes There's a lesson there Yes Yeah You could have bought it. that kit 10 years ago And You still look like Like an Argentina fan so, yeah, massive blessing. In fact, to be fair, all the international teams are relatively good at this. Although the England team has got a bunch
3: of crosses all over it this, this time around. Yeah, England looks a bit odd. Yeah, it does. But, uh, I'll forgive it, because the, the advantage with an England kit is, when you watch watching from the sidelines, it's basically just white with a few little red Bits. accents on it.
1: You know, you were talking about wearing a club tie as an option... For fans One thing I would say Is you could wear A club tie With that Argentina jersey
3: (laughs) That with a blazer And tie Oh yeah I just wear it
2: With a blazer Uh, So Argentina Remind me of Ireland And remind me of Ireland Circa The World Cup Where they Smashed France And then went out In the semi-finals uh, Quarter-finals
1: Quarter-finals Uh, If it was a World Cup I think it's safe to say They went out In the quarter-finals Yeah And I
2: think it, It might have been Two it might have been to Argentina Of all, of all, of all people Which World Cup is this? But not the last one The one before that 2015 2015 No, because that was in England That was in England. in England Let's not talk about that one Was it 2015? Yeah. I think it might have been Yeah, well France dreadful uh, Yeah, I think they went out to Argentina In the quarters I don't know that, that,
1: I, I don't, I've blotted that whole yeah. World Cup Out of my memory
2: Yeah, I've got a feeling it was I've got a feeling it was that Or maybe it was France The time before Anyway Here's, here's why Ireland got to a position where you looked at their team and you thought, it'll never get any better for Ireland. It was Darcy, it was O'Driscoll's last World Cup, they had um, o, um, O'Callaghan and O'Connell. O'Connell uh, best best was playing, you had all of these absolute heroes of Irish rugby, and they're still heroes. It? They uh, would, yeah, it wouldn't even surprise me if um, Stringer and O'Gara were knocking about.
3: Yeah, it, so it, 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 might, it, in it might have been Sexton actually. Yeah, it definitely would have been Sexton. But the point if is, it was twenty fifteen, yeah,
2: you felt that it Darcy,
3: you Darcy and O'Driscoll, and maybe Horgan. I don't even think O'Driscoll made twenty fifteen. You know, it was definitely O'Driscoll. It was definitely O'Driscoll. So must set, have been 2011 tw- because I think O'Driscoll retired in twenty thirteen. I think so it was, was the Lions. The Lions was, I think he retired in between World Cups. Yeah, Lions. Yeah, the
1: Lions was, would have been. I his could be wrong about that. Yeah, I have a feeling he came
2: off with a hamstring injury for some reason. Anyway, Mm. it doesn't really matter The the point I'm trying to make is You thought, once these guys have gone Who is going to sort of, you know, take them forward And the answer is Well, graveyards are full of indispensable men Mm -hmm. And they just went forward And Argentina are kind of like this Because I kind of thought Same again, like, who's going to take over when... um, yeah, all Juan, Juan the... Martín Fernández Lobbé goes And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Luke keys on and, and in the back
3: row
1: And then you've got the this González half...
2: chap Who just keeps scoring Yeah, and then the best fly-half in the world The world's ever seen In um, Hernandez
3: <laughs> retires <laughs> Whether he plays 12 or 15 or
2: fly-half Yeah, doesn't matter Irrelevant um, You know, another one would be um, How do you replace Augustin Creavy As he gets into his twilight years And the answer is Well, they always had the answer And it is Julian Montoya Montoya, who Captain. is Absolutely awesome. Uh, And they played absolutely brilliantly. Uh, They just seem to be in a situation now where they're able not to rely on their first 15, much like um, Ireland did back in the day. They had to have all, all, um, all of their stars ready. And somehow they're just making this work. I love it. It shouldn't work. They don't have any real domestic rugby in a professional sense. They've been screwed over. Um, with the super with the, with the Super Rugby, I don't think anyone has been hit as hard as them by COVID. Certainly not mm-hmm. with the Tier One nations. Uh, they were forced to stay in a bloody hotel for two weeks quarantining before they beat the All Blacks last time. Mm-hmm. It's no wonder they beat them this time. I mean, it was relatively easy compared to last time. <laughs> yeah, I just think they're they're absolutely incredible. But somehow, and I think people should pay a bit more attention to what's going on in Argentina. They just keep on creating more and
3: more players and. It seems to work South American playboys Yeah Now If we talk about the manner Of the victory as well It was a victory Almost entirely built on defence Yes The defence was Like nothing else and The defence against that New Zealand attack Because Say what you want about That New Zealand team About them Lacking options And the cohesiveness And the play Not getting the best out of the players They've got an unbelievable attack. We and talked, we so talked the other week about the players. couple
1: of tries against South Africa being the best, a couple of the best tries that you will see this yeah, yeah. year or in a few years. Caleb Clark's try, he finished off another unbelievable backs, just move yeah. with the backs. They are frightening. So you're right to shut them down in the way they did, and to squeeze points out of the defence with all those penalties. It's a phenomenal effort
3: and take the penalties. And uh, mm. if New Zealand had done what Argentina would do in, in terms of kicking sticks. I mean, it, just in the last 20 minutes, New Zealand had three or four kickable penalties where they went for the corner on all of them. And I think they messed their line-out line on all of them as well. Mm. And it's one of the things where New Zealand's line-out was just simply was not good enough. Uh, it, if you get to the right... if Three or four line-outs in Argentina's 22 in the last 20 minutes and to not win a single one of them, yeah. that is just... And it's not y- good enough. You've
1: already mentioned Julian Montoya. Like I love watching New Zealand's hookers, re- Cody Taylor and um, Dane Coles and guys like that. Just it, um, they can pop up on the wing and look like outside centres. But, but there is something to be said for hookers just being horrible, horrible, yeah. hard men.
2: I
3: just, I'm just
2: hit your up Hit your line yeah. sir. <laughs> well, there was something which you just said then, Tim, and uh, it just it triggered me for want of a better word which is, I just wonder if rugby's caught up with New Zealand a little bit, because, you know, i say Dane Coles, um, or Cody Taylor, Cody Taylor and the rest.
3: Takeahoe, uh, Take He started the last couple of games, he's got a great try in at least one of the tests against the Springboks. He, he is a hard runner in heavy traffic. Yeah. What, what well. happened
1: to that under-21 guy that was... We, we were saying he's going to be the best hooker on earth
3: Asafa Amua Yeah, what also happened to him? He's, he was playing this year I don't think he's in the squad He's, he's a great player He's an absolute baller for my beloved um, Keynes But I, yeah. I don't know where he currently is yeah. Anyway, you were saying you were yeah, triggered yeah. and I just
2: wonder if it's sort of caught up with
3: them It's not about having you know your hooker pop up on the wing and
2: ball handling It's about having Julia Montoya lead the troops from the front And beat people up
3: Well, Dane Coles is as abrasive as anyone but he's on but the wing. <laughs> he's, you know, he's very abrasive on the wing. But he's not. He's not really playing for them at yeah. the moment. Um, New Zealand do have hard men, though. Like they, they beat up South Africa last week or two weeks yeah. ago. It's not. It's not as simple as that. I they, think they're a tough team. But it, you are right to say that. Um, maybe they're a little undersized. Maybe.
2: Maybe they're, just, maybe they're just 5% off. It's hard to know what it is. I mean, I like the second rows when they play. So I like their first choice second rows, Ritalik and Lock. I'm not a massive fan of what's beneath Ritalik and Retellic and Lock. So I'm not a huge Scott Barrett fan, for example. I also think they're missing something in the back row. Something absolutely I think,
3: destructive. I think the back row is, is, is strange for them to find that balance because... And I probably the balance is is off because Sam Kane's the captain. And Sam, K- Sam Kane is a yeah. solid player, but he's not he's not a McCourt, he's not a Reed, he's not a Dwayne Vermarlin, he's not a pick up like he's not he's not one of those captains you really want to lead you into battle, he's not the most inspiring. And that means that Ardy Savia, who is um yeah, I mean he can play six, seven or eight. But he's small as an eight by international yes. standards. I'm glad you mentioned this. He's got to play eight. And so you try and get that balance by putting someone like Shannon Frizzell at six, but it, the whole balance is off. You'd be better having, if you had uh, a better number eight, a better option at number eight, um, like Hoskins Sototu, who had a great season a couple of years and ago. What, what have happened to him? He's still knocking about. Uh, he might even be in the squad, but he's not playing um, you could, could allow Hardy to go to seven, Shannon at six, or whoever at six, and then someone like him. But that's where it's yes. missing, well, that, that heavy traffic carrier. I,
2: I think you have like m- some options, don't you, when you're building international back-, back rows. But sometimes it's good just to go back to basics. And the basics is a big heavy ball carrier at eight a Destroyer of Planets at six, and, you know, whoever you want, go get a Fetcher or something at seven. It's just, you well, know, uh, tried Ar- and tested. Ardy can do all three, though, yeah. but if you have him at seven, he does everything. Well, Ardy kind of reminds me of, if you had, well, Louis Lewis Ludlum Ludlum at eight, because of the way that play. but probably, in terms of how you set up your team, he reminds me more of... Um, your boy Exeter, who I forget now, Simmons. Simmons, Simmons. yeah. So you have to pay the Ardy tax, which is yeah, he's, yeah. Not, he's not not going to be big. Mm. So you need Virgil on one side, and you need somebody
3: else on the other side who's yeah, going to be yeah. massive. But yeah, which is why I would have same as for, for England, I would have Simmons at seven. Yeah, but you'd got to have Ardy at, at
2: seven. Yeah, so you just need to be big. We, we had this discussion about the Lions. You know, you need if you're going to be undersized at eight, you need to have some very, very big flankers. They yeah. don't have that. And then you look at the, you know, the Argentines don't have the most explosive guys, but they are big and they are hard and they're explosive enough. Yeah. You know, they're not, they're not already surveyor, but they're explosive enough. Yeah. And I just think you're going to struggle. I mean, if you get everything right with New Zealand's team, you will score world, world beating tries. But if you're not, you know, at that
3: absolute peak, you can uh, uh, not get taken to bits. It's interesting hearing uh, Michael Chica in the post-match mm. on this. I enjoyed it. Uh, I always enjoy Chica. Uh, yep. I'd love to see him in the Premiership, but yeah, no, it's never well. going to happen. But it's great seeing him in this. And he spoke about the line speed from Argentina. And he actually he spoke about it. He said it came on as the game went on. And they Argentina grew in confidence that they had the ability to not only give the line speed but giving the line speed is half the equation because once you do once you give the line speed new zealand have got the out out the back they've yeah. got the option out the back it's the line speed with the decision making yeah what they did was the line speed put the pressure and then argentina made the right decision to make new zealand just fumble balls and look distinctly average when they were trying to do that yeah do you
1: remember when, you remember when we were talking about uh, sean edwards defensive coach for France <laughs> and what he would say because all you need to do to be a defensive coach is shout line
2: speed pretty much yeah L- let's
1: all, all Michael Checker I know he's not a defensive coach but all Michael Checker has to shout on the field is
4: linea de velocidad
2: sorry that again linea de velocidad oh I see as line you. speed in Spanish linea
1: de velocidad
3: uh, perfect. yeah perfect I mean, oh. perfect sense to me yep. absolutely And it, that whole team was linea de, de, de vol- ve- velo- velocidad yeah. yeah brilliant perfect
2: um I was going to say, um, yeah, I think what Chica says pretty much represents itself in the score. You mm. know, uh, it's a very impressive victory to be able to go to New Zealand, go down, and then still have the grits to contain them. I mean, I think that is actually quite actually quite remarkable. The other thing as well about line speed is, do you know what, I, and by the way, this is just me playing rugby. This is not professional analysis. I'm sure someone who knows more about defence will tell me I'm completely wrong, but this is just how I think about it. If you're playing out the back, I think line speed in a lot of ways goes against you because the reason that teams play out the back is to hit a corner and you only get a corner if you have quick line speed. Mm-hmm. Now, you can get around that by staying together, but that's remarkably hard if you're going really quick. I think teams that decide once you get past the first receiver, say... I'm happy for teams just to stay still and let the other team play in front of them and just drift sideways. Just drift. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What are they going to do? Yeah. They're going to pull the back pull the ball back more and more and more. The pullbacks are, are, are to create corners. If you don't,
3: if you're not baited in into that situation, well, it's all pointless. Mm. But Argentina have shown in this and South Africa showed in the first test, not the second test, that with that line speed, the right kind of line speed, you can put. Sufficient pressure on New Zealand To make their attack Ineffective for Big chunks of the game And a lot of teams uh, Sean Edwards for one yep. With France will be looking at that thinking We can do that We, we, <laughs> yeah. can, we, we can shut down Have you this, seen this? this yes New- <laughs> Yeah, We can shut down that, that
2: team Well I think you you both not mentioned The obvious thing yet No? Go the obvious thing which is brewing Go on um, <coughs> who does Michael checkham not like? Uh, Eddie Jones.
3: Well, he who? loves Eddie Jones, but who does they he hate have?
2: Yeah, who does he have in his World Cup group? Uh,
3: is it England Australia in the World Cup group? No, it's England Argentina.
2: Oh, oh sorry,
3: yeah. <laughs> sorry. Yeah,
2: yeah. We of are it is. It's always England. Argentina. Titans going to war here. Uh oh. Exactly. I can't wait for this. Uh-oh. Obviously, Chica uh,
1: got. Um... We always do all right against Argentina. I'm, I, in fact. <laughs> Put this on the whiteboard. We'll be fine.
3: And I mean, me and JB were at the last game, and you were fine. Uh, we, well, we were fine then. I mean, we, we neither of us can remember a single thing
2: about it. I remember the bits just about where Lavanini went off. Yeah. Now, one of the most remarkable things is, Lavanini looks like a professional rugby player. <laughs> I never thought I would say that I mean I've, He looks like a professional He's player. always looked like a, Yeah looked as in like Physically Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But he's never looked like one When he plays He looks like, <laughs> a bit like a clown um, And he acts like a clown But no He was awesome He just had He Struck the right Sort of notes In the same way That Eben Ezebeth does To be menacing enough But not take it too far Which yeah, is such yeah. a skill
3: know the, know the line Don't go Past the line Go right yeah. up the line and I love um, Alamona too I just love how athletic he is Alamona's a great player I like this Gonzalez the, He's just like the lithe yeah. flanker Because he's got Kremer Who's a big strong boy Matera, Perfect, perfect Kremer Matera Perfect Kremer Matera is a big strong boy He's a beast And then Gonzalez He plays with six on his back Rangy. But I'm not sure you guys might have noticed Whether he packs down at open side or blind side But he's he's a bit more lithe than the other two mm. Well just on um, Gonzalez Not Gonzalez Matera, Matera.
2: I mean, he must now have one of the richest rugby CVs out there.
3: Oh yeah, well, we, he's, At Well nineteen. He was at Leicester Tigers. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's been in France. He's been the, captain the Jaguars to a Super Rugby final. He's been, played it for the Crusaders. Uh, he's
2: yeah. a, like that's an amazing, amazing amount of stuff to, be, to have done by such well, such a
3: young age. Probably about thirty now. He's I just just got him up. He's twenty nine. He played in Argentina for a couple of years, aged uh yeah, nineteen, eighteen, nineteen, went to Tigers at at nineteen, twenty. Jaguares, Stad Francais, Crusaders. Yeah.
2: It's a it's an impre- I mean there mustn't be many things that phase him, and there mustn't be many things that he doesn't know
3: about rugby. Yes. At this point. Mm. Yeah. And to go to I don't know that many players who've been to super rugby finals with two different teams.
4: Mm. Who do you
2: think is less popular among Twitter blo- uh, Twitter blo- blogger types? Matera or Shannon Brazell?
3: <laughs> and Severese
2: Severese but if you want you can throw in um you can throw in Pa- Paddy Jackson too. Pa- Ooh, whenever, Jackson. whenever
1: any of those people do anything
2: really, Israel the Yeah, yeah. Oh,
3: whenever, anyway, w- I'm building yeah. a very cheap but very, very good 15. Yeah, that's miles. a hell of a 15. And
1: it's worth those guys doing great things on the field just to see. You know that uh, that meme picture of the kid at the computer screen, straining his face with <laughs> <through> the veins <laughs> popping out of his head. That's what half of Twitter is like when those guys do something good. Yes,
3: I, I love the explanation of. <laughs> Not commenting on his off-field performance. Yeah. But what a game! Reasons, seven reasons <laughs> a hell of a game. Of course you're not commenting on his off-field performance. Of course you're
2: not. It's, it's got nothing to do with how good at being a domestic abuser he is. What?
0: <laughs> Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Anyway. uh, Yes, so. Well well done, Argentina. Yeah, well done. well Well done, Argentina. Argentina. What what do New Zealand do now? Do they just well sack Fozzy? <laughs> <But> like,
1: <laughs> no, carry on. Wait till after why... the World Cup and then clean house. But like,
2: why make just for for England's good? Why make a statement? I mean, it's such a silly thing to do. Making the statement just kind of puts him in the worst position now. He's definitely weaker now than he was two or three weeks ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it's. um... I think we refer we spoke about this, didn't we? not <coughs> long ago, but. The New, the New Zealand system of thinking that you've cracked the code of rugby, when nobody really has, and that's the whole beauty of the game. It's always evolving. It's sort of come back to bite them now. They've got lucky with two coaches. They've got the third guy, and he's followed the recipe, and it's just not working for the poor guy. And I feel sorry for him because I guess it would have worked for him if, say, him and Hansen swapped, pl- swapped places and he just followed the recipe. He probably would have won a World Cup. And how Han- many Hansen would be losing that? How many genuine world class players do New Zealand have All at of the them. moment? No, like World
1: class, like, like, like contender his, for a World 15.
2: Yeah, I guess their front row is, in, is inexperienced. Yeah, definitely but, inexperienced. Their second row is outstanding. Their first, their first row, So Ritalik yeah. would, would be
1: probably in a World 15 when fit and available. I like... Whitelock yep. would be a contender, but probably not make it. But yeah, yeah I like Vizel, in the conversation.
3: I like Ardy. So RD's the only one in the back row.
1: is so? the only one in the back row.
3: Well, both of them. But, I so there select. you go. I, I think you just depends on your. Yeah, it depends what you want to it do. It comes to the sort of balance then, but Ardy is w- a world class player. Yeah, and
1: I think you've just identified it there. Front row, back row. They're not.
2: They're not. A, they, they're not New Zealand. Yeah. Uh, they just have to. Well, if you think about New Zealand as like, you know, just out and aren't best players, no, they're not. But if you think about it in how New Zealand wants to play, they're not a million miles away. They just need to be a tiny bit more abrasive, and I think they'll kind of be there. I would. I would say. Uh, Aaron Smith is without doubt one of the world's best nines. Behind the scrum, they got they got a bunch.
3: Yeah, yeah. But the problem behind the scrum is one that faces England. We've spoke about it repeatedly. Twelve, and I'd, I'd actually go as far as to say thirteen, um, but only because Rico Yuani Io- is phenomenally talented. Other than the game against South Africa, where he was man of the match, and was he was him and Lukas Noam uh, playing on the wing with the two best players on the pitch. He's never really convinced me at thirteen. Agreed. He's a world class winger. And I just I'm not certain about that partnership Do with you him feel and Havili. The same thought
2: process goes on there in the same way that England wanted Jason
3: Robinson's play thirteen. Just get the best get, guy the ball more. I, I think there's an element of that. I think there's also he's got all of the criteria to be able to play thirteen. Like he's a big strong boy he's absolutely lightning, he can tackle, he can read the game, like, he can do everything, but it's not quite there. And m- maybe there's this, well, if you don't start him there now and have the downside of him being there for a period, he's never going to get there. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, uh, wing- wingers, they've got so many talented back three players. Well, there. That was my next
2: question, right? Do they have more talented back three or more talented centres? More talented back three. Do you reckon?
3: Yeah, Definitely.
2: Definitely. So you know, if you just want to get more back three on the field, then you move him in one. Yeah,
3: but they must have some reasonable centres knocking about somewhere. La we spoke about before. Yeah, he's in Japan or f- Japan via France. Um, Goodhue has been injured for a while. He must be getting on a bit now. I don't think he's, he's not that old, is he? <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't about in 2015. That's seven years ago. So yeah, he can't, he can't be 30. But Jack Goodhue, isn't it?
2: Yeah, but I, I'm well, just you know thinking
3: you know, Which, you should, which
2: way would you move him If he, if he's the best winger on the planet Which he might be one of
3: them Leave, leave him on the wing I, I would have him on the wing But then you've got to have the right people So could 27 <laughs> So he's got a few oh more God. years left in the tank My word um, But yeah, it's how you do it Now, the one that I'd love to see actually And he played there a bit for the Hurricanes We spoke about this in the past Would be Geordie Barrett going to 12 which allows someone else to play I like thirteen, that. and then it allows Bowden to go to fifteen. It allows Moonga to yeah. play at ten, but they've not they've not done it for New Zealand because Jordy Barrett has every bit of the skill set you need to play twelve. Mm. He's got it, and he's playing there. He has played there for his club as well.
2: I, yeah, I love that idea. I just like big men playing twelve. Yeah, I, I'm not a massive fan of big men playing fifteen. Weirdly enough,
3: handy for the high ball. So Jody Barrett's obviously very good. Israel Falao was fairly handy in the high ball. Yep, the biggest, is... the biggest uh, fullback ever to play international rugby. It was pretty good under the high ball. Pike, Mike Pike, Mike Pike, Canadian, mm. uh, who went on to play AFL. Huh? Um,
1: but then uh, another example of a guy that's played wing, fullback, and then did a very, very good job at twelve at international level. Uh, Josh
2: Lucy, Sterling
1: Mortlock. Oh,
3: oh yeah. And uh,
1: Josh...
2: oh, I made that up. Does Josh Lucy,
1: and he was it? a goal, and he was I'm a goal really... kicker. So I'd say that is a, a, almost a.
3: Mortlock A template for Geordie Barrett Geordie Barrett would be Interesting to see Yeah but Geordie Barrett's Not a wizard like Mortlock (laughs) (laughs) He can do lots of Lots of things Can Geordie Barrett
2: South Africa Who who saw that Yeah
1: well just Firstly who saw the table The rugby championship Table being (laughs) Top Argentina Second Australia Third New Zealand Fourth South Africa That's the complete Inverse of what I Would have imagined
3: Yeah I would not have Put money on that After three rounds yeah, uh, no, I completely agree. It's madness. The world, even the world has even after one gone round mad. when New Zealand smashed South Africa, Australia come back, admittedly, but come back and hammer Argentina. This was not what I was predicting. Not even close. Yes.
2: So my takeaway well, now: I'm going to make no. Uh, I'm going to make no apologies. I am a huge South Africa fan. I love this team. I absolutely love how they're built, I love how they're put together, I love how they play, I love their boring, cynical, grinding style.
3: I love Which is, there's some boring, cynical grinding um, that Argentina did beautifully well as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the team, and I just love, I love the names,
2: of the builds of the guys, just the whole thing, love it. But ultimately, you've got to admit that, oh, by the way, Joseph Joseph Dweber Dweeber Dweeber Yeah Yeah you know, for your third choice hooker he's so stacked it's yeah, ridiculous He is massive He is, you know, yeah. is going to go in the Hall of Fame alongside Camille Chat in stacked hookers <laughs> but also join Malcolm Marx and also join um, Oh, what's the other guy
3: Bongo Umbinna Bongo Umbinambi
2: um Yes they're all just massive, massive like yeah.
3: they're great they great the
2: Shoulders are just huge uh, Did Did you see Marx lifting somebody? just lifted somebody Anyone He lifted him on his own On the kick restart And it was like When Bismarck Or Yanni Duplassi Did the same thing And they fell backwards And guess what His mate just held him there by a got a massive yeah. Massive schoolboy wedgie Just incredible <laughs> Incredible um, Massive humans And I like that So When you play like them There's always a danger You're going to lose Because you just can't Accumulate points Fast enough And that's exactly What happened
3: that definitely happened There is credit to give to Australia Although yep. well, they took their tries Brilliantly um, The two McWright tries I thought were excellent Particularly the second one with L'Olessio um, When he broke through From that line Was it Slipper who passed the ball back inside to him? Yes it was, yes, it was. It was. <laughs> I don't know if that was but It looked On first glance it looked coincidental, but on second watching it looked like it was a pre-prepared move, a planned move, to just start, stand your loose head nice and flat and have your ten running a crash ball line inside him, because no one is going to predict that. Why would you do that? <laughs> it makes no sense. Back into the heavy traffic of the South African pack. Well, well that is allegedly a Laurie Fisher special.
2: Oh really? Yeah, so uh, a lot of Australian uh, Twitter users like, yeah, seen, seen, seen that,
3: that before. Fraser um, well, My an interesting one. Yeah, I've been a bit of a mixed bag from what I've seen of him. Oh, I like He's, him. He scored his try as well. Well, I just would think that it shows you shouldn't really
2: venerate players to the point that they're undroppable. I mean, I really hope that Hooper um, comes back bigger and stronger and better than ever. I really do think that. But I just think there is a danger when you think, oh, my God, he's the captain, and he's so special, and how do we live without him? You know, if, rug, rugby teams are teams. They're not just about individuals. And I'm really delighted for, for Fraser, Fraser and McWright. In fact, mm-hmm. I'd say, it's McWright? Have I said that right? McWright, Mc- yeah. Mc- yeah. yeah. Is it McWright or Mc- McRae? McReet. Uh, R E G. McReet. McCreet. Yeah, McReed. These are the stories I love the most. Is Oh, mm. yeah, someone's pulled out. There's a guy Who's, here. Yeah. Hold my beer. Yeah, <laughs> Let me go and play some international rugby. Okay. Uh, and look at him go. It's absolutely brilliant. And he's not just scoring against some nobodies, he's beating up South Africa. Love
3: it. I've got to say as well, uh, Robbie V is becoming one of my favourite players. Uh, Bobby V, Bobby V, Bobby oh, v. v, yeah, 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 Bobby V, yeah, Bob, he, Bobby Valentini, he's class, isn't he? He is class.
1: Bobby V, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Noah, what's the name? Lo- Lola Sayo. Yeah, he's another one as well. Just come out of nowhere, and yeah. again, you know, oh, we we've run out of fly halves. Why don't you play that kid? Okay, and again, absolutely brilliant. Um, Australia fielded South Africa's box kicks very well. I would say this to South Africa i don 't think you should play Fafta clerk if you 're going to be playing a box kicking game. Faf de Klerk, on occasions is an excellent box kicker, and I think he 's probably even better at doing it sort of spontaneously, spotting a gap, nudging the ball, and making something happen yeah, the spontaneous kicking is where he 's yeah, amazing, but it 's not the system kicking it 's not the hanging it up uh, at exactly the right points over and over again, same for his passing uh, he 's not a great passer of the ball. Over and over again. What he's amazing at is just this ad hoc stuff. You leave him on the bench. Let yeah. him win a game for you from when you when you're behind. You know, otherwise you're constraining him. I think Wil- wilhelmsy or Wilhelm's or whatever you say his name is a far better. Um, is it Vil Vilhelmsi? Yeah, I mean Vilhelmsi is no no the Scrum off. Oh,
3: uh, Hendrickson. Hen- Hendrickson. Yes, that that's the guy is a far better option, far far better option. Yeah, interesting because the The bench that came on. So two points to make about that. Faf. One. Let's just talk about the yellow card for a second. To Faf. No. It's the softest yellow card in the world. But I can't help but think it's probably the right decision. You you guys, what? You just just, what? He just hits him in the face. This is ridiculous. (laughs) This that
2: is ridiculous. No, no. Uh, Just. Imagine Wigan Warriors getting a yellow card for that. <laughs> Can you imagine? Can it, you
1: imagine? That, that not... That's down the just that's down the football route we've talked about before. When <sighs> Nick White should have got you the yellow can't card. Raise your you can't it becomes, you can't raise we, your hands. So any any contact. I would with, just, with a just, hand, even if it's brushing. A I chin, would
2: literally you get a red he just card. hits him in the face. No, I w- I would have reviewed that. And gone Yellow card Nick I give you my word That would be my That would be my actual <laughs> call Yellow card Nick White I'm okay with it I'm happy with that I, I think it's The most I, I Look I'm I understand it is in the laws And I don't want the referee banned Or anything like that And I think we just move past it And forget it Okay but
1: uh, But also let the boys play
2: it is really... I mean, there's a lo- Hopefully, the officials will say, yeah, this can't can't ever happen again. It is an embarrassment to the sports. It is an
3: embarrassment to the sport. <laughs> it's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment. it's an embarrassment from both sides that Faf does it. Faff oh, no. It. It's, it's not on Faf. It's not on Faf at all. It's de- there's definitely something on Faf. There's definitely on Faf. <laughs> uh, so but, the, the, but the other point, yeah. sorry, was the South African bench, specifically the... Uh, 22 and 23 shirts, the kind of midfield and outside back shirts. That is the least ins- inspiring <laughs> 22 and 23 for world champions. Yeah, is, uh, isn't it? F- uh, look, f- filling in for the back three is a 36-year-old or 37-year-old and uh, a good 7kgs overweight, Francis- Francois Stein. Francois Steyn oh, oh, an God, amazing player, but he's not going to change the game. That's not... That's not a game-changing player, is I it? I
2: don't really see why Frans, Framstein sits on the bench alongside Elton Janssen. That's the
3: point, yeah. yes. yeah. Of all of the explosive, dynamic outside backs that you could play for South Africa... Francois Steen and Elton Yancey you don't need the two of them you, you no. can have one of them yeah
2: Elton Yancey is all of the downsides of Finn Russell without any of the good sides <laughs> it's like it's, it's like losing a game of Finn Sanity every single time <laughs> and I want him to be good I really want him to be good but he's rubbish I'm, I'm going uh, to jump I'm, through a couple... I'm sorry he just
1: is he, he, he's, he's not great I'm going to jump through a couple of emails Robert chili I hope I've said that right Marco. Marco... Mm -hmm. Marcusilli, Very nice Italian name, anyway. Uh, He says, greetings, gents. Uh, Just wanted to ask your thoughts on Australia's improvements as a team. Breakdown is impressive. They've got some hard carriers, worked hard on their line out. Also South Africa. Are they just unable to keep up their previously razor-sharp standards, or is this some ploy to make everyone else complacent before they then fine-tune for 2023?
2: I just think that South Africa can lose any game.
3: Yeah, I I think that's... And something we spoke about this before, and you mentioned it earlier, JB, is the accumulation of points. The way that they yeah. play doesn't lend itself particularly well to accumulate p- points. But if this game was replayed <laughs> re- tomorrow, uh, in, with the pressure of a World Cup quarterfinal or semi-final on it, my money would be on South Africa. Agreed. Because they're, mm. you, they're so used to playing the style of rugby that allows them to win arm wrestle games when the pressure is on them. That's a good shout. Whereas Australia, the pressure's off them. Right now, Peter Shaw
1: also emailed saying um, he's pointed out kind of touching on what you just said South Africa's being undone by some poor selections and no change from a box kick strategy, which is getting less effective. Which ties in with oh, sorry, which is ties in with you saying New Zealand's blueprint is kind of being undone. South Africa's also the box kick thing is being worked out. Uh, But he says they have such a large talent pool, they need to let go of some of their old guard and ineffective selections. I love Fran Stein, but he looked out of place. No spark off the bench, as you've already said.
3: Yeah, Dwayne Vermeulen probably fits that category as well, which is a real and shame. It, yeah. he, he's been injured, obviously, so he's, he's been dropped straight sh- immediately back in. But he points out, is, he says,
1: why no Evan Ruse, Juan <sighs> Augustus or Marcel Curtsia?
3: Yeah, well, And you've got Dan Jasper, Dupree. Or Jasper Visa. Yeah, <laughs> Jasper me. Visa has played and done some stupid things.
1: Um, all of those players would be in other international squads, wouldn't they?
3: Yeah, <laughs> it's just, just an amazing. Dwayne, Dwayne, Vell- Dwayne Vell- was absolutely outrageous talent, and because of his experience and all the rest of it, I you can't let him go if he's fit. But I don't think he's one hundred percent fit. He, yeah. he, he had a knee clear out a few weeks ago, so it, it feels like they've pushed him back too too early when they don't need him because you've got amazing... Because Ulster need him, right? Well, Ulster need him, of course. Yeah. But you've got amazing kind of experience and leaders elsewhere in that back line. Like, yeah. Can, can know, I just point SCBF something out? Right. You're 100 saying 100 that they're, re-
2: they're rushing him back. that They don't need him. You've got the wrong end of the stick completely. right? Because if I am Dwayne Marlin at 36 years old... 36 years old? Yeah. 36 years old... If you think that I am taking any time off to let Evan Roos wear the A shirt, you are completely wrong. If I if I can hobble to that pitch and don't let any one of those absolute monsters wear my shirt, I mean, Yesper Visa can look after it for a while and get some yellow cards, should yeah, he yeah. wish. Yeah. But, there, I mean, it's very much the Brett Favre style of uh, mindset. If someone else is wearing my shirt, I might not play again. 36, he,
3: he can't let anyone go near that shirt. Now this is where it should be taken out of his hands because uh, Jack Nienaba mm. should be saying just have a few more w- Dwayne, shut you're up okay. Jack you're okay I'll, let me tickle your belly and stroke your hair you're okay mate you've, you've got a place in this team just get yourself fit because no, this, cause actually he's not doing his, his long term chances if, any, any if, good if there is any sort
1: yeah, yeah. of dynamic like that where Dwayne Marlin's knocking on Jack Nienaber's door going I'm fine I'm fine boss I'm fine boss I'm fine boss and, and actually Jack Nienaber if that's happening I, I can't imagine that is then he just needs to... Toughen up Do you think you would say No to Dwayne Verma If you said he wants to play tomorrow <laughs> As long as there was Sorry you're not listening se- to me Tim security- Sorry, sorry Tim You're not listening As long to as me. there were Security cameras <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back
3: up there yeah, Oh yeah You've got Evan what, you just... On one shoulder Yeah
1: what, you... Yeah I, I go Hold on I just need to get Marcel, Dan,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Juan, And Evan Yeah <laughs> you You point to your Security <laughs> camera And he just removes An SD card from his pocket <laughs> Unlucky cocker uh,
1: uh, So Peter Shaw Just makes some Really good points He, he says um, uh, And just <laughs> Circling back to Faf And this is the new Wants that maybe we didn't cover he says it seems Faf is worth a stupid play every game either getting himself knocked unconscious from a reckless tackle yeah. or a yellow <laughs> card no comment on Nick White falling like a sniper took out his Achilles tendon after a mild slap uh, but dumb play by Faf and a sad bit of acting to be sure they, sh- they should be starting Herschel Yanchi's or Hendricks um, I wouldn't e- I would even put in Cobus Reinach they're more oh, consistent yeah. So mm, they've yeah, got loads yeah. of choices there, and they they don't have to persist with players who are either yeah. it, making consistent errors, lacking form or fitness.
2: Yeah, it's just interesting. Isn't it? like, how do you build that balance? I, I'll tell you what Faf de Klerk does bring in Spades is just energy around the team, and mm-hmm. that's very very hard hard to, to replace. I'm sure other boys do do as well, but you know that's what he's renowned for. Um, is it worth it for all the other things that he brings? Well, it kind of is when you're sail sharks, definitely. It is, you know, if it was club team, when you've got all those other choices, maybe not.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, and he he says oh, the Wallabies on the other hand, and this touches on the fact that like you can see when teams are very well coached, and they Rennie, is, is doing He's a fantastic, a fantastic job. Uh, young young
2: talent in the pack no. and backs. There is one there there was one decision which I think was completely wrong, but as happy it was allowed. And that was the amazing tackle by Marika Korombeite. Cor- 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 or-, Cor- or as the Aussie... Korombeite uh, Cor- uh, or however I- his
1: But when the Aussie Korombeite, what's his name?
2: Cor- no, Korombeite. M- Cor- Ma- he goes... Ma- uh, Marika?
1: Marika Oh,
2: Sean Maloney. It's- Sean Maloney. No, I say Korombeite. Yeah, but it's
1: Korombeite now,
2: apparently. Well... So, I think two wrongs probably make a right in this. You're not allowed to jump over a tackle, and you must use your arms. But if you are going to jump over a tackle, I don't feel I should have to use my arms. Actually, I think he did use a... He definitely got his head in the wrong place.
3: There was a bit of arm in there.
2: There was no arm in there. (laughs) It is 100% illegal. But he was attacking... It wasn't
3: a shoulder charge. There was. There was. It wasn't a chicken
2: wing. It wasn't a chicken wing, but there is no way that was legal. But there again, he's tackling an illegal player. Yeah. So no rugby occurred. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> it's completely. So neutral. if you've got any problems, you need to refer it to the uh, Adelaide Police.
2: Yeah. Something else happened in that exchange, but it wasn't that.
3: Uh, what an incredible bit of defensive play! It, it was, it, so he got the last I, bit wrong, but everything else was perfect. Yeah, he got his head in the wrong place, definitely. Um, but. Did you see where he was on the pitch yes. when the pass was made? So when the pass goes, Corbete was in between the two sticks and the post. And the pass f- wings out to the corner and uh, Mipimpy receives the pass inside the 22. And he's he's got like 18 metres to go. corbetti yeah. has got half of the pitch. It, it, it was an amazing, um, amazing um, defensive Pimpi. read. And tackle
2: And on a great player Which makes it even better Yes A player that doesn't miss many tries Yeah, yeah It certainly doesn't (laughs) So if you're a winger And I actually think that you'd agree with this, Phil uh, If you're an aspiring winger And you're a child or a kid Wanting to know how to play the game You are not a winger Unless you A. Chase kicks religiously And B. Cover tackle
3: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Don't bother about finishing tries, because you'll be on the, on the end of an overlap. It's going to be for Anyone can finish tries. You
3: need to do those two things. Those that is the most important thing that wingers do. Kick chase and, yeah. and bringing up the team with a kick chase as well. Yes. Like there's, there's two There's two types of kick chase. There's a chase where you can get man and ball, where you go for it. There's the kick chase where you're not going to get man and ball, but you've got to bring up the team with you as a united front... That is both those skills are slightly different skills, but they 're incredibly important, yeah, and yeah. you 're defensive because you, you mentioned before about fa- um, the attack trying to find an edge of a defense mm-hmm. as a winger, you are the edge of the defense yes you are so your role there is is very I tricky.
2: wonder how much time I spent on the wing when I was a kid, which is where I used to play, just wasting my time because someone gave me bad advice <laughs> uh, and i can 't remember i can 't remember what I used to do it 's either. I'd either leave the outside man, depending on the coach, or I would always mock the outside man, right? A different not, coach is giving you different things. Yeah, but I would listen to that religiously. And then when the opposite happened, when you weren't meant to be there, or they came, or they scored inside of you or scored outside of you, it was always your fault. And I had no <coughs> idea if I was doing it right or doing it wrong. <laughs> no idea.
3: Yeah, it, it, obviously it depends on your your setup. I would always prefer as a winger or, or full-back for the fullback to take the last man and everyone else inside mark up until you until you hear the push and the, the drift. Do you know what drift. I don't like? I don't like, particularly in amateur teams, when they
2: set it up so the winger bites in on the edge of the defence and yeah.
3: leading... The,
0: I, I just can't... That's, that's
3: an old thing that wasps under Sean Edwards used to do. The winger would drive the line speed and the winger would really, really go, which meant eight times out of ten... You would shut the attack down Yeah But the time, as soon as you're Outside that winger The attack has like Free reign They've well, got 30 yards of space
2: Well here's a history lesson for you So that was Sean Edwards With Wasps um, I think So there's two teams that, that sort of Played around with this Sean Edwards With Wasps and originally it was London Irish and these were the two teams which were experimenting with it. Out to in, yeah. And yeah, the the, the fly half that figured them out was Charlie Hodgson down at Haywood mm. Road and just lobbing passes over over the, over the top of the rush defence. It was awesome to watch. Big range of
3: pass, passing yeah. from Hodgson.
2: But at amateur level, I think you're... Well, depending on who you're coaching and how much your you boys like to train and whatnot, and how consistent they are at training I always think your, your best option to defend wide is just to compress the space with a drift until there is no space yeah. it's just so much safe, so
1: yeah, much safer yeah. corner, cor- corner flag give up the space but don't yeah, give away yeah. I
3: agree with the, only, with the exception of the red zone in your, oh, in, yeah, in yeah. your 22 you've got to play rush defence but mm. besides that I, I think you're right I think you're right and it, that also allows you to have a couple of men in the deep as well Yeah. Because you just play play a nice... I've I've mentioned it
1: before, but Ben Ryan... Oh, yeah. yeah. uh, He used to have... um, And I I love this. He, He used to have a couple of players who were identified, who were basically just free reign. Yes, I remember free this. Free reign defenders.
2: Because we tried it at Broughton Park and it didn't work so well. No. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you,
1: yeah, it needs quite a lot of understanding. It and, does, and, it and, does. And, it's not yeah. like near as easy as people think. And some very, very good... Uh, you, you need rugby players who can read the game incredibly well to be able to effectively do this, but they would just have free reign to just go and blitz whoever they wanted, whenever they wanted. Do you remember Bastard Ball?
2: <laughs> yeah. Bastard Ball was a call used at Broughton Park. And sometimes it was effective.
1: I guarantee it still is used. <laughs> I would be surprised. I, was... I would not be surprised.
2: <laughs> uh, that All this was, was it, there's a ruck there, and you go and counter-ruck it. Like, you just plough through the ruck as hard as you possibly can. Bastard Ball. Uh, and sometimes it's, it, it was successful. But most of the time, it was a penalty against you for coming off your feet, or, you know, just, and you sounded like such an idiot as well. Bastard ball! Because you had to shout it as you went in. I don't know why. Anyway, oh, Decision making, I guess. Um, wh- where were we? The, uh, amateur defence. Oh, well, yeah. We, yeah. How was your young fly half getting on, Tim? Do you know what? We
1: will do. Uh, I have got something I, w- I want to talk about. Uh, and a, a conversation I want to continue from a previous one, actually, mm. which I I'll, which I'll, I will touch upon in a in a in a in a quick Patreon special pod. Interesting.
2: Well, mm. I've got something that I want to talk about, about developing into oh, yeah, But developing players. Oh, but he's, he's he's brilliant. Excellent. He's, do
1: you know that the, the thing that made me go, this lad is going to be a really special just bloke. As well as rugby player and fantastic for our team. This uh, new don't
2: football. build him up too much, mate. going to be a disaster. No, no, no. no. He's he,
1: he's going to be a good lad. So we we had a first game of the season yesterday. Um, played like I had a joint training session with Eccles to do some live scrummaging, line outs, backs moves and stuff. It was good. It was good. And then we played a game at the end of it, and we won. It looked quite good, uh, but we we went ahead one try. They scored uh, a try, and it was a bit soft the defence and. What I love now is that they're under-15s. They're going into under-15s this season. They're at the point, and it's that lovely moment where they just take care of it all themselves. You can just stand right back. And and the, and the fly half, bearing in mind it was his first game, and he's just been coming along to training for a little bit and he's with a bunch of lads that have established over years. And um, and he was the voice under the sticks after the try. And uh, someone went sorry for that. And he went, no, no, no. Now's not the time for apologies, lads. Let's just let's focus on what we're going to do next, and he just spoke like a sort Brilliant. of 50 cap international there you go <laughs> well soon it. to be 50 cap international <laughs> yeah. like the yeah, he's, a good, he's a good he's a good player
2: yeah well i've got some things to say as well actually about youth development and it is something which i was speaking to the old boys at rosendale about in fact do you know the captain of rosendale is sam bedlow's youngest brother Oh really? Which, which really excited me. I mean, it doesn't excite yeah, me. Yeah, really me. But I'll save that for the Patreon podcast because I think that is a good subject. That, by
1: the way, uh, yeah, that is a good subject. We'll do that. But but the 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 Lancashire Cup Under Fifteens pool that we're in includes Sedgley Park mm. uh, and Rosendale. Wow, big and Lee Ooh. And, Ooh. and Heaton Moor. Uh-huh. Uh, they're good. Uh, are, and, they? are they? Uh, uh, that, that, that age group, they're decent. And Berry. Yeah. who are decent and Bolton who are good okay so it's, a, it's
2: a tough tough pull
3: yeah normally a few lads from Bolton school who are fairly handy yes. as well
2: Bolton established in 19 I'll say 1916
3: <laughs> I remember you telling this story <laughs> who
2: sets so, up on the centenary who sets up a rugby club during a world war we know what happened here <laughs> give them hell uh, right let's
1: end this one uh, yeah, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash egg chasers. There will be some extra content if that's tickled your uh, taste buds for that. Uh, otherwise, we've got some team previews coming. So hit subscribe. Let the
2: boys play. Yeah, boys play.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less in similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweaters starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more.